So you've got a podcast or an idea for a podcast or no ideas yet, but you want to start a podcast. Whatever stage you're at, G Media Solutions is here to help you take your podcast to the next level. We are a podcast production company based in Atlanta that specializes in audio recording, video live streaming, and all the elements you need to make your podcast thrive. To fulfill your podcast needs, contact us on Facebook and or Instagram at G Media ATL. Before the start of this episode, I wanted to tell you about another podcast that I am producing for my friend Aisha. It's called the Botanica Podcast. I wonder what she thinks of that pronunciation. But anyway, <laughs> uh, here's a trailer for the podcast. You can subscribe to it uh, anywhere you get your podcast, just like ours. Here it is. Oh, go. Welcome to the Botanica Podcast. This is your host, Aisha. Listen in as we discuss topics like love, health, sex, relationships, and even alternative medicine. We stream live every Sunday at 8 on Facebook. Listen to the Botanica Podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to stop by our Botanica every Sunday. We have a lot to share. There's another podcast I want to tell you guys about. It's called The Barber and the Bartender. There's a barber, there's a bartender, and they talk about pop culture, sports, music. And of course, because one of them's a bartender, there's going to be a drink of the day and he'll give you a little history on different libations. So uh, tune into The Barber and the Bartender on Spotify, Apple Podcast. They're on Facebook. Here's the trailer for their podcast. Come to my chair, you catch a fade or get a taste. This shit gonna hurt tomorrow. Mm-mm. But it tastes good today. It's gonna hurt right now. I'm at the bar mixing up drinks and conversation. Yeah, no, I'm just a part-time dirtbag. Don't do that. You're a superstar. Yeah, we the ones you talk to and we your favorite. I'm a barber. You know what I'm saying? Niggas put it got that permanent hair, I know. You know what I'm saying? I just said that's my hero. You gonna hold the, 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 the perm? First of all, niggas that have nappy hair, put permanent <laughs> hair, have baby hair. It's the barber and the bartender, the best podcast in the nation. Man, I have more. Hey, you're done. You're done. You're done. Hello and welcome to By the Time You Hear This Podcast. I'm Greg, and we're doing a throwback episode this week. We're going back to episode 141, Anything for Salinas. This was Aisha's first appearance on our podcast about two and a half years ago. And this was a fun conversation about the 1997 film Selena starring Jennifer Lopez. We came to the conclusion that it was a film about a father and daughter and them discovering how much alike they really are, realizing that Selena accomplished a lot in her short life. Uh, She was killed at age 23. So a very fun conversation to have. And uh, it was a film that I think that if you haven't seen it, I think you should see it. And and I think everyone would uh, would enjoy it. So uh, enjoy this throwback episode, episode 141, Anything for Selena's. And we will be back with a new episode sooner than later. Peace. So um, we started this particular episode with um, 
scene from the movie Selena where uh, the their bus, Big Bertha, gets stuck <laughs> on the side of the road. Some guys try to pull it off, pull it out of the uh, the ditch, and the bumper comes off of their car. And it turns out they're big fans of Salinas. Salinas with an S. <laughs> so we'll be talking about the film Selena. Um, uh, reason why we have Aisha as a guest, this is one of her favorite films, if not her favorite film. <laughs> uh, of all time. Yes, all time. Um, and it's definitely something that I... Um, like like I, before I start recording, I, I said that I started. Uh, I knew of Selena right before she passed on the in the random times I would watch Univision. <laughs> Shout out to Univision. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, when this movie came out, um, it was an opportunity for me to 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 know more because from what I saw, like man, she is. It it was like she was. She was Madonna. She was Paul Abdul. Mm-hmm. She was Janet Everything. Jackson. She was Beyonce. She was all of that. Um, and the and it all ended so suddenly. Yeah. Like yeah. she was only 23. Um, you know, we we talked about. Um, we wonder, like, how much of a story could you tell for someone who died at 23? But you look at La Bamba. <clears throat> Uh, we talked about the day the music died, yeah. uh, but there is a movie, La, La Bamba, about Richie Valens, and he was 17. Jeez, but, I didn't know you that young. He was really young. Yeah. Whoa. Yes, when he passed. Yeah, so there was, but there was a full story to yeah. tell <laughs> mm-hmm. about them, you know? Um, so there, there, I'm like, here there, there was a story to tell. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, um, from what I gathered, and of course, I, ha- I have some notes. <laughs> uh, but it was mostly about, uh, it was a story about a father and daughter. Uh, to okay. me, it was primarily about a father and daughter and mm-hmm. how much alike they were and maybe didn't realize it at some times, mm-hmm. but okay, okay. they were so much alike and they did some of the same things. Mm-hmm. Um they didn't like do like the exact parallels all the time throughout mm-hmm. the film, but once you saw the Abraham do something, Selena kind of had the same thought process oh, in yeah. doing something. Uh, so that that's how I saw it as a, a story between a father and daughter. Um, so, uh, well, let's start from the beginning with these yeah. <laughs> with my notes. Um, so it starts off with the uh, the first scene is her what would end up being her last concert uh, at the Astrodome, even though it was filmed in the Alamo oh, Dome. Which was but so sad. Who plays in the Alamo Dome? Who? Uh, well, after the Spurs, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, they still had the Alamo Bowl there. Okay. And when the AAF had their. Play for like five minutes. Yeah. There's the San Antonio team played there. Did they do bull rides there too? They did bull I think, riding? I think so. Yeah, like it it's still like in rodeo use. Like a rodeo type place. place yeah, right? it looks like a it's rodeo. still in use. The because the Astrodome, the 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 actual concert was in the Astrodome, but once the now Titans, then the Oilers left, nobody used it. Yeah. <laughs> like you could go there now. It's still the old Astroturf. Yeah, <laughs> from the Oilers. 
in there. I think they tried to turn it into a convention center because it's right next to Reliance Stadium. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you could tell it's clearly not the Astrodome because it's it's covered. Like the Astrodome, you could see through the roof. Mm-hmm. But that's they need they needed a dome. So yeah. Alamo Dome, <laughs> it'll work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> so that's I think I wrote yeah, I wrote that. It's clearly not the Astrodome, but no one cares. <laughs> um <laughs> no one cares about it anymore. Um but the with the with the scene like starting with the beginning of the concert because I think it was the um, uh, it's like a national rodeo in Texas mm-hmm. it's yeah. something like that because like it like she was the headliner for this weekend and this is a, okay, a that, big oh, annual event huge. yeah because I was wondering it Texas. seemed like a stage just set up in the middle of something that was already going on mm-hmm. yeah and I, it wasn't a very big stage I was like it's a big stage. But not big enough for that. But that crowd. Yeah, the crowd yeah. was really was into crazy. it. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it it it's a yeah the national rodeo, and she she was headlining you know you know Selena in concert and and, and this was the uh that concert became a live uh it was a live album and there's a DVD as well mm-hmm. for it, um but I thought like as she was. I don't know that just like the tone of it, of her going out on stage and and uh, Abraham and Marcella being excited. It's like, OK, we know what happened, but y'all playing the end already. Right. You're playing the end. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't uh, like that. <laughs> it didn't draw too far, fortunately. So yeah. they just rewind back to uh, 1961. In Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi, Texas. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Abraham's first group. The Dinos. Where it all began. <laughs> yes. Where did that name come from? Like, was there someone in their name Dino, or was it just to sound like the old doo-wop groups that he liked? That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. And he also wanted to be more accepted by the white mainstream yeah. That's what it music seemed like, industry. Yeah. Okay. Which the, was unfortunate, because a lot of times they lost out on a lot of gigs because they were Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's a that's what happened in, in, um, in the film, and... I knew they, because I, I hadn't seen the film in a while, but when I saw that they were um, they're practicing in the barbershop, they're singing doo-wop, I'm like, doo-wop in Texas? They never had a chance. Right. <laughs> right. Doo-wop in what he, Texas? That's what they liked. Even, I mean, I that, mean yeah. I just, that's not, that's not going to fly in Texas. If they were, if they were in New York, maybe. <laughs> well, you maybe. said I thought they were Italians. Like, <laughs> well, that's what they try to pass themselves off with the at. Dina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't work. And so when they they go to that they go to that uh, that bar or restaurant, um, it looked like a great location. Yeah, it really did. Right on the beach, <laughs> it was beautiful. Uh, but they pull up and and then you know the guy thought they were Italian. Like we can't have Mexicans here, but you said whites only. So are Italians? Anyway, um, so he gives them a check and they rip it up. And I just wondered how much was that check? Ten dollars. Yeah, it was ten dollars. It was ten dollars. It was so sad. I don't know what that was back in nineteen sixty one, but it kind of seemed insulting. Like here's some gas money, kinda. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what it was. It was some gas money to get back to where they came from. Yeah, Yeah, I said segregation in Texas, not something I thought about, but I mean. It's not like it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, but I guess I just never thought about like, yeah, this is a white only bar and no Hispanics. Like, oh, okay, well, yeah. 
interesting. Okay, we can't come in. But <laughs> like, I just never thought about that. But if they were Italian, it would be okay. I'm confused about that. Depends on what part of the country. I guess in Texas, it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they could pass or whatever. Um, and so this, with that scene and the scene where they perform at a at a dance, uh, it kind of informs. I don't want to say Abraham's trauma, but it's his definite hesitance later mm-hmm. when they have a gig in Mexico. Monterey, yeah. yeah. Uh, so when uh, the original Dinos were performing, um, the crowd wanted to dance. They didn't want to hear this doo-wop stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they didn't have a chance because this is in Texas. And... I wrote just because Richie Valens did it doesn't mean you can pull it off. <laughs> so <laughs> because they sang a song that you know Richie Valens, um, Richie Valens had recorded recently because this was this was two years after, but he had mm-hmm. uh, he had done that uh, that same song "We Belong Together." Um, so they, it, I think it kind of informed like how Abraham thought going forward as far as the music industry, like. If we're going to make it, it's kind of like why he pushed Selena to sing in Spanish. Yes. Yeah, because he knew what would happen if you didn't. Mm-hmm. If you, if, <laughs> yeah. He won't be accepted. Right. Um, and then, like, later, fast forward later, they're living in, I think it was Lake Jackson, Texas, which is, I think, is a suburb. And they had to move to the uncle's house. Yeah, but right before they moved, the house yeah, they were yeah, living yeah. in, they had yeah. the restaurant and everything. Um, 20 years I've kind of felt like Abe aged kind of hard in 20 years <laughs> <laughs> like he kind of <laughs> he did it was a, it was a hard life it had so to be he, man like hard. he was just like you can tell it was written all over his face quite literally mm-hmm. um, yeah, that stressful just man yeah I was like damn like we find out he, he missed Susie's birth so and she's the oldest. Yeah. So because he had a show, he so had he, a show. Like who are you so performing he came, for? He came back home and he got a regular job. <laughs> like who are you performing for? Where you missed a show? You you, you had a show and you missed your. Like we your know he didn't get birth. signed. He wasn't famous, so it had to be like a bar. <laughs> like it wasn't like oh yeah, baby. Well, I here's why I thought they were <laughs> like I missed it for the Grammys. <laughs> At least like, no. I I had uh, I thought that they were maybe locally famous because the scene where. The kids are playing football in the backyard, and then Selena hears him playing the guitar, and behind him are Dino's posters. Yeah, like, yeah. So, how how big did they get? <laughs> <laughs> were they you know were they like local celebrities? Was or I like almost for them to were, dive almost made into it. That. You know what I mean? Like, let us know how popular they were. They yeah. didn't really go into that. Yeah, uh, I. I that's something I wanted to well, okay, I because I thought like once they, from watching it as a kid, I always thought, oh, once they got kicked out of that bar because they weren't it. singing, it their album, that was the end. <laughs> that was the end of his career. Never again, <laughs> and I never went on the stage again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> then she just comes in and starts singing, and he looks surprised, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, so has she never sung for him before? Is this like, is he that absent of a father? He doesn't know. It sing. was either that, or he didn't know she knew that song, or or something. And and I wrote then because we have an episode about um, Family, families yeah. doing music together. Mm. Selena is the Michael. Yeah. Yes. 
So I I did so write. So he found the Michael in that moment. Is this mm-hmm. Chicano Jackson's? I was like. <laughs> Mexican Joe Jackson or Matthew Knowles? Not Chicago Jackson. Like I didn't know, I didn't know at the beginning which one we were gonna get. Was it gonna be Joe and he just beats them all the time, or was it gonna be Matthew and he's like emotionally manipulative and oh yeah, we'll you kick hadn't you seen out. this before, so, or, and yeah. we'll just kick you out, like you know. I was wondering where we were going with that because it just seemed like he was very hard on them. Oh yeah, when it came to these practices. Well, like Joe, he went out and just bought a bunch of instruments that no one knew how to and, play. Right. No, no, the play. <laughs> Abraham did, did the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. And that's what Abraham does. Where did you get all the... And she was way more calm than Catherine was. She sure yeah. was. She really was. She was, she was kind of like, okay. Well, well because uh-huh. there, you saw that... Well, there's the parallel there is that the Jacksons were poor. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt poor. Dirt poor. You saw the scene where they're like stealing potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt poor. Only Joe Joe is working at the at the steel mill. Gary I forgot Indiana. what Catherine what oh, Catherine yeah. was doing, but they were poor in the bottom. Yeah, and they had at that point they had eight kids. They yeah. eventually had nine kids, but oh, still poor kids. in yeah. a three bedroom house. Oh my gosh! With uh, with Abraham, he had a job. He had a good job. Mm-hmm. They lived in the suburbs. Yep. Yep. Had a house. That they yeah. Had had a nice home. house. Yeah. Lived in a nice neighborhood, mm-hmm. very nice. And he's like, "Oh well, let's let's make this music thing happen." It's like the uh, that's why I I put together that I didn't I I did not recognize the Dino's posters until I just watched it again. Yeah. So, it, to, for me, it was he did it because he never got it out of his system. But even with the posters, knowing that they did have some kind of local celebrity, he still never got it out of his system. <laughs> nope. So well, I imagine it never goes away. Yeah. And I kind of, you know, as a musician myself, who clearly I'm not I'm not famous. I wouldn't I was like, I turned to Kendra. I'm like, would I do this like in, <laughs> in 30 years if we have kids like, oh, come on here and sing. Oh, you can carry a tune. And then I go drop a grand on instruments. Like, no, Let's get this started. Have. Yeah, let's get this started. You're going to play drums. I don't want to play drums. Like. Like he just, how did he choose that? How did he choose? Yeah, just give who's them. Who's gonna play what? No women play drums. She made a good point. She made a really good point. There were no, not a lot of female drummers. That's true. She made a really good point. She was dead set against it. Yeah, they were all tired of him. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to go. It's like, Dad, we don't want to do this. And then he got them playing lame music. Like, well, yeah, he said, like, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna play rock and roll. Why are y'all singing Blue Moon? Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. We don't want to play rock. He's like. <laughs> So I don't want to. I like rock and roll. I want to play it though. Like, <laughs> it instantly made me think of um, when Dave Chappelle said, "Like I want to wear Nikes. I want to make them shits." Like, yeah. <laughs> that's real though. Like I don't want to make this music. They didn't want to do that. And then yeah. on top of that, it was like the cheesy, like Blue Moon and all the all the stuff that he wanted to get famous playing. Yeah, the do doop that he couldn't. Yeah. you know, you're gonna do this. We are, we are, we are twenty years past doop. Yeah, <laughs> we're he was in the definitely 80s. living vicariously through his children. Yeah, she's like, I want to play Donna Summers. Donna, what? No, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way better. <laughs> and what did she do? Years later, she played <laughs> Donna Summers. Exactly. <laughs> um. So and I really at this point where he's having them, you know, practice and practice seeing these doo-wop songs um, or these these standards, the pop standards of the 50s and 60s. I realized that Abraham has big ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's a dreamer. He has he has these big ideas. And when he's going to act on something, he just he just goes for it. He, he doesn't really consult 
the wife. He doesn't really consult anybody. He just does it. And I also wrote, he's very clumsy because in the span of like five minutes, he uh, almost electrocuted himself. Oh, man, that was funny. Fell off the ladder. He fell yeah. off the ladder. <laughs> Let me do it. Let me do it. Oh, he, he fell off the drum set. Yep. <laughs> so it was like, he's he was very, very headstrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was very headstrong. I'm, and, but he had no balance. She, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I will say this. I give her credit. Granted, I don't know how much of this, of that relationship was real or what was exaggerated, but like she really did stick by him. She did. Because yeah. he had some big ideas where some women might have been like, you know what, bruh, taking the kids, I'm mm-hmm. leaving. Um, but, you know, and I mean, and what's funny about this is you just ultimately know he was right. Yeah. <laughs> like every idea he had, like he might have stumbled a little bit, but eventually he un- he realized what had to happen. He made the adjustments and yeah. He made he that happen right. for yeah. his kids. Yeah. I, 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 there were some scenes where, and this kind of informs the, my thoughts on the rest of the film, is that he he really, he really believed in his kids. He believed in Big Selena's time. talent. It didn't take him long to believe in what her talent could be, where it could take her. But then I realized he's also the executive producer of this film. So it could have been mm, manipulated in a way good. to yeah. make himself look good. Not like straight out of Compton level, but... <laughs> <laughs> A little, at least a little bit, a little bit. Maybe he was harder on them than we saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He didn't want to make it. Like it only went bad. as far as oh, he made them practice a lot. Because <laughs> I know the mom when they got off stage of the first gig, she was essentially trying to get in between him and them. And as soon as he, and it's like you know, as soon as they get off the stage, she's like, "You got to do this. You got to do this. Oh you yeah, gotta, yeah, You know. She's and like it's, Abraham. Just calm down, Abraham. Yeah. The, the kids, kids are doing good. fine. The kids are doing fine. <laughs> the kids are doing, but they could be, and it's just like, I know what he wanted to do was like walk around to the front mm-hmm. and watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the they're pros. Watch what they do. But she was like, go play, be kids. And he's like, but how are they gonna get good if they're not watching the pro? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they gotta study. She was good though. In the movie, I really liked the mom. Yeah, I loved yeah. her support. Like mm-hmm. you said, she it was, was she was the ride or die. She was the balancer, you know. Yeah, she, um, she, she had the, she went along with it, but I think she brought the. She's still going to be a mother to them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you be dad and and manager and maybe bad cop, but <laughs> if they had to come to me, they want to talk to me. I, I'm still going to be their mother. Absolutely, yeah. that's the way so, she yeah. should be. Yeah. Um, so who else I had here? Uh. So I saw this. Um, I don't know if you follow the Watch Mojo channel or Miss Mojo channel on YouTube. Yes, they have a I lot of these it. different um, countdowns, and uh, with a lot of biopics, they'll have what they got factually right and factually wrong. Uh, I found the, the the washing machine dance scene yeah. that never happened. Oh yeah, they. I mean, they 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 would go to the beach as a family often, but. Selena being taught the washing machine never happened. It looked like it was manufactured. <laughs> I mean, well, it was the perfect like, it was the perfect introduction to a montage that would take you into the future, okay. showing yeah. them getting good. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, all you got to do is this. Like, I'm trying to think of because I was trying to think of other movies where they'll have it. They'll have the one scene where they show them the one move, and they're like, yeah, you got it, <laughs> you got it. And then next thing you know, montage into the future, and it's like now they've perfected it and. They'll throw the move in there just to show that they still do it, yeah. and that's exactly what happened. I mean, it's 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 it felt very movie tropish. It did, and I was just like, yeah. I mean, it you needed it, I guess. And you could tell it didn't happen. 
you needed it. But it, it was necessary <laughs> to break the ice before yeah. we got into the real deal. Like, that next performance yeah. was the best. Yeah. And also to give the, because this was after that, um, the the Harlinger performance, where the, the other band comes on after them and everyone yeah. starts dancing. So they the kids didn't feel confident, I think, at that point. Mm-hmm. So it gave them confidence as far as, okay, what can we do to improve our performance? So mom gives her that dance move. Yeah. Um, Cause it can be it can be tough. So to just to kind of talk a, a second, yeah, getting your stage show can be tough. And I'm saying this as someone who has played bad shows. Greg's probably seen. I know Greg's seen a few. Not probably. Greg's seen a few. Yes, I, have. I was telling. <laughs> I was talking this weekend about the the Corner Cafe show. You know the one I'm talking about, where you're like, by the end of it, you guys are all sitting like it didn't make any sense. <laughs> like you have to really. It does take practice, and I think some people think. Like, I just write some cool songs, I go and play them, and people, no, that's not true because there's people performing bad songs that are popular. So it's not the quality of the music, it's the quality of the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they really, that they showed that, that like, you know, it the, the songs only take you so far. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to put on a good show. And they really kind of emphasize that, you know, yeah. and, and then by the time it gets to, you know, where she's wearing the, the all-jean jacket, the Canadian tuxedo, um... She looks like she's been at it for a while. She looks mm-hmm. good, and she's putting on the show, and then she boom, takes off the jacket. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And Daddy went crazy. He was so upset. So oh, this man. was this was the first thing, like, when, uh, when Abraham took the risk of opening the restaurant, well, for, for buying the, yeah. uh, buying the uh, musical equipment, mm-hmm. then opening the restaurant. Papa Goya. Papa Yoyos. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Papa Yoyos. <laughs> <laughs> with him taking that risk of doing that, Selena took the risk with the bustier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like, she takes risks just like her dad. That's, yep. that's where, that's where I saw that they are, they are so alike. Yes. And, they don't exactly realize it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, it like, and again, this is another scene where Marcella plays good cop uh, because, because she, she helped to. make it. Yeah. She helped make the boost. Oh, I think it looks cute. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, rah, rah, rah. well, I helped her make it. Like it was, well, I just have to put the rhinestones on yeah. it. A few rhinestones. Like she never, whenever uh, Abraham blew up, she never let him go too far. Yeah. Um, or if, if he did, if he did, she got him back in line. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I will say too, interesting scene, and you kind of see this from the beginning of the movie. And you see it again here. He's mix, he's live mixing her shows, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think showed a, uh, another side to him. Like I'm not just your manager; I'm kind of your sound person. Like yeah. I'm back here on the board. Like it I was all a, it was all mm-hmm. a a family yeah. business. It was because if he's doing the sound. Mom's helping with the costumes, yeah. and then Selena ends up designing her own costumes for everybody. Um, AB's writing songs yeah. or, or or being the the band leader or yeah. whatever. Um, and then Susie, like working with AB at least because that's your rhythm section right there. So that was funny because she was playing electric <laughs> drums, and you just don't <laughs> see that everywhere. Yeah. And as a person who's my my first drum set was an electric drum set, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. And she had the roto tom. And she's actually really good. It was awesome. Like really good. Like you just don't you don't typically see a female in that type of music, electric drums. And I was just so happy. I was so happy to see that. And she was good. She seemed like she was having a lot of fun doing it. 
<laughs> I just love that though. And they <laughs> kept it through the duration. Like even into the nineties, she's still playing an electric drum set. Yeah. I love that, it. That was, that was their sound. It, it really sound. was. <laughs> I loved it. Um It was good to see a woman doing that too. Yes. I love I love female drummers. Yeah, because it's it, it wasn't talked about too much. It was referenced, you know, a couple of times, but as far as women in this genre of music, they don't break through. Yeah, they don't. And just like with Susie saying, there aren't a lot of female drummers. There just aren't a lot of female drummers in general. Yeah. There aren't. So, and then for it to be in that genre of music, they are doing something uh, rare. It's yeah. definitely something rare. Um, so then after that was the, the the scene with the bus where it gets stuck and anything for Salinas. Uh, <laughs> anything for Salinas. Uh, the thing that was funny is that I didn't realize this was early in the morning. Was it? Yeah. Oh, because he calls and he's in bed. Oh, I didn't even realize Oh, that. yeah, that's right. Like, I didn't realize. <laughs> like, he actually woke him up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize it was early in the morning when AB is taking the bus. Um. I thought I thought it was like midday or just something. like midday sometime in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm like the sun is almost up. Yeah. But yeah, it, like that was I, I thought that was um I, I don't know, that 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 just uh I stuck thought, out to me on that. I thought they were gonna actually pull it out. I really did. <laughs> I <thought laughs> like when they're like, I got four hundred horsepower, I was like, Okay, they got this, yeah. boy, they got this. Then that bumper just comes right off. He, just came he right did not off. care. <laughs> he did not He did not care. Oh man, that was great. Anything for Salina. I'm gonna put this up. <laughs> Badge of honor. <laughs> it was it was also part of that is that Selena didn't could you call her like a humble superstar? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She was the most humble. Yeah, she. she but that was seemed... part of the problem, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she was so humble, and people really took that and took advantage of mm-hmm. her because yeah. of that. Uh, we'll we'll get to that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, she never did seem comfortable <laughs> though at the beginning with the fact that she was becoming famous. Yeah. Like, and and yeah. I and I think because I don't know a ton about her. And the timeline, I was thinking she wasn't that famous until that happened. Yeah. You know, until the anything versus Alinas. I was like, oh, snap. Like, people know her, know her. Yeah. And then the, oh, my God, we're on the radio. I was like, okay, she's actually pretty popular. But you would never know from her because she's just like, yeah. guys. Yeah. Aw, shucks. You She's know. so chill. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're, you know, they are, they're, they're trying to, they're, I don't say instigating, but kind of egging on by saying, like, you know, kind of, like, making fun of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're, like, you're famous. Yeah. And it's like, like, it's like she didn't, I don't know, <laughs> she didn't want to accept it or she didn't really believe it. um, You know, but she was trying, also trying to have just be a normal teenager because yeah. she's, like, 17, 18 yeah. at this time. Um, but she would transform yeah. when she got on stage. Right, she sure did. Like she, it was like night and day. It was like I'm so shy, and then she gets on stage. And, and when she talks about performing, yeah, that's where like the parallel to the Jax's movie with with Michael. Mm-hmm. He transformed. He's on stage, but yeah. when off stage, he was trying to be a normal kid, and he never had a chance. No. And she's trying to be a normal teenager. She kind of had a chance, but Constant finishing self. high school by <laughs> mail. That that sounds lonely. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and you know when she uh, was getting on the bus and she saw the couple <laughs> kissing at the at the carnival. Yeah, you know, it, 
you know, she's thinking about what her what her life like Could've what's what's her life going to be like? Yeah. Well, she's still like seventeen, eighteen. Like, will she have that? Mm-hmm. Like, will she have those? I guess normal teenage experiences, yeah. right? Um, but I also wrote later, just like her father, she had ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with her having designs for uh, the her costumes costume, for yeah. her mm-hmm. for the band. Like she's thinking in those terms, so she eventually had her own fashion line. So she was um, she was venturing out. She had big ideas, just mm-hmm. like her dad. Um, and uh, <laughs> the where did I get this? When um, Selena and Chris went to get pizza the first time, and oh. Uh okay so when he with the hot sauce and he says it's like too hot and everything um he's like uh food can't be too hot for me and then <laughs> but I Just when when Susie cut his hair when Susie cut his hair it's like oh the water's too hot I was like okay food can't be too hot the water can be <laughs> too hot <laughs> so I want to talk about that that his his introduction. It did not happen that way. I know it didn't happen that way, and it it, <laughs> it felt kind of fake because it's like he's coming in there. He's clearly a metalhead. Yeah, yeah. He does not sound like he should be in this band. He looks and he talks like a metalhead, and I just thought that was like one of the funniest parts of the movie that he just did not seem like he belonged there. Period. Like at all. I was like, how is he gonna fit in? Like he sounds like he's high. Like That's how is why he the dad didn't in? like him? Yeah, yeah. Because like, he's he worried about anything. like, oh, he's a. Mm-hmm. I mean. Like, you know, A.B. sees the talent, Mm -hmm. but just like uh, I think his name was Joe, like Joe said, like we're we're musicians. uh, So we're going to be looked at a certain way. Absolutely. Um, At this like watching it again and I'm I'm, I I was trying hard not to be cynical because this is a movie (laughs) I enjoyed as a kid. (laughs) The Selena and Chris storyline is almost too cute. I, I know. It was, really <laughs> cute. It was, it was it's almost my too cute. Um because it was it it happened fast but mm-hmm. it didn't like nothing seemed forced about it. No. It was just they 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 met, they started talking, they're hanging out together and they fall in love. It, like it was all in a short period of time, mm-hmm. but it was almost like did it really happen like this? Like it did it was it really like this this fast and and this genuine but if it was it was but it's got something <laughs> like it, it, it made me hesitate i i, ha- I, I had really to hesitate think that about they it. loved each other from the beginning and i think that she was just so enthralled with him coming in and playing the way he did i mean amazing guitarist like mm-hmm. amazing those are his fingers apparently in the in the um, on film yeah yeah so they cut to when you see his fingers on the, on the fretboard and that was actually him playing yeah that i was actually never knew playing. that yeah that's pretty cool but he's an amazing so yeah. i could see the appeal <clears throat> but it seems like they fell in love like this like very yeah. quickly yeah. we get like what they um when she talks about they just when they talk, they just laugh and laugh and they, you know, so they they got along well and they both have like, <laughs> well, throughout the film, Selena is a jokester through the whole film. Yeah. And uh, Chris has his, his own, like, 
he has his own sense of humor. Like he can he he can respond quick with yeah. a joke. You know, so with their um, their sense of humor's uh, senses of humor matched. Um, so I'm not I'm not doubting that they loved each other. It just happened really Jeez, fast. Okay, like, oh, I this. just want to make sure. Like I'm not sounding like story. I'm. I just want to make it make sure I don't sound like so cynical about that part of the story. But like, oh, he's available, so you know. It was also very neat. Uh, so, but I think there's a reason for that, and we'll get to that later. Can we talk about the motel scene? Oh, Where that they was the hotel? hilarious. Remember when he's like, yeah. And he's just sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Playing guitar. That was as insane. they're just like trashing a motel around him. Yeah. My note about that was, <clears throat> is Chris afraid of love? Because this was after him and Selena he got caught. He was completely emotionally unavailable at that time. This was after, uh, yeah. that was Joe caught him and Selena. Yeah. And I wrote, is he afraid of love He's or is he afraid of Abraham? Self-sabotage. Or both. Who, both. But, who were those people trashing that room with him? His bandmates, right? Like his ex-bandmates. Because yeah. they were in L.A., right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are just people he knew. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he didn't seem interested in all. Like, he was just like, I was like, I wanted to be like, Joe, just watch, or Abraham, watch the camera. You will see him in the corner playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it almost seemed trashing. like it was fake. He's just like, like, ah, like trash and stuff, and he's just like calm. So and they walk it, in. What's going on? You want to hear a song? <laughs> so it was, it was, it was self sabotage. Absolutely. Um, and then the I'm yeah. no good for you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? Yeah, that scene. I was like, seriously, like. But that's what I mean. He was very emotionally unavailable after he realized that, you know, her dad was not filling the relationship. Well, yeah. old boy said it from the jump. He was like, you know, if this gets serious, you're out of here. Yeah. Like, he's going to get rid of you. It's not going to happen. So He told him. It's kind of like, you know, what do you do? Do you just, you know, let the feelings fester? And, you know, he tried to kind of push her away in the only way, I guess, that he knew how. By, I, I trashed your hotel room. I'm telling you, girl, this is just who I am. I'm yeah. no good for you. And she's like, I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. So maybe she saw through it. Yeah. Maybe she watched the video and saw. Like, <laughs> like he's just sitting there. What the hell? He's never moving. <laughs> I still love him. Yeah. Um, so, but before that, real one Easter egg. Did you notice Depeche Mode was playing on the radio? Yes. On the bus, and then John Waite missing you. Like it just changes, that like to make dope. it yeah. romantic. <laughs> That was pretty I, I, was, like I thought that was interesting. That little transition. Kind of tells you what time they're in as well. It's like, yeah, yeah you're playing Depeche Mode. All right. This is this is early 90s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before that, when they find out about the Monterey show. So that's a very interesting sequence there. Uh, yeah. So the it's kind of like at the point where like Abraham is hesitant to do it. And I wrote like, okay, now at this point, now Abraham's hesitant to take risks. He's taking these risks with their with their lives. Well, he's shell shocked all this man. time. Beer bottles, and like like that's what I thought. Like, okay, now we have to deal. Now Abraham has to come to grips with his trauma. He's yeah. going to conquer Mexico. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, he's I just imagine he's driving, and there's like you he's know watching. flashbacks of beer bottles. <laughs> we want to dance. It's like almost runs off the road. He's so nervous. So, uh, (laughs) why can't we go to Mexico? We just can't. We just can't. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh. 
so with that scene, like basically it's the, the I call it just the cultural identity scene mm-hmm. um, in which Mexican-Americans are viewed differently by Mexicans. Yeah. And it's something that I, I'm not Mexican, but from what I see, like it's still kind of that uh, – it still happens today. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So like, because yeah. you look at um, one of the big examples for, for me, um, I don't know anybody more recent, but the biggest example for me is Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya, he, he's Mexican-American, and, like, boxing is a big thing in, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's, it's, one of the, it's probably the second biggest sport right behind soccer. But in the Olympics – he fought for the United States. He won a gold medal with the United States. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though he's from, uh, I guess, I guess primarily um, Mexican-American neighborhood in L.A. or somewhere in California, but it's like, and he's considered the golden boy. He's got all, he got all that pub in the Olympics and then he went professional and he's, he's the, he's the world champion and everything, but he never got that acceptance from, uh, the Latino community mm. as far as just being, you know, a world champion and a great boxer. And that's what I thought of with this scene to where you have to, Abraham feels that you have to be, you have to know both sides mm-hmm. to be accepted by both sides. Yeah. And that was, uh, and that was his worry for Selena because she, didn't really she can sing in Spanish but she didn't really speak it yeah and if she's the star she's the face and there's there's this big press conference because you know she's she's popular we just don't know how popular she is because yeah. they never really show because it, no, it's more reflective mm-hmm. of her being humble I think it was yeah. before that whole crossover situation or talks right. of that yeah it yeah it was it was mm-hmm. it was before that so uh there was the risk there but he felt something could go wrong if that part about her is exposed, like in a bad yeah, if way. She doesn't yeah. speak Spanish well enough. Or... Well, that's true. I mean, being and a if part she's of not the culturally, you have that issue. If yeah. you're not speaking Spanish, they will not take you seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things with her. She did it so well after she started to learn Spanish that she was quickly embraced. Mm by the Latin community. So, you know, with Selena, I feel like she was a full package. Mm. She could do well in Mexico and abroad in the Latin American countries, and she could do well. That's why she's the best crossover artist, Yeah, Latin crossover artist of our time. Her and, I would say, Shakira. Mm. Those are my two favorites. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Shakira Uh, definitely with her international appeal. Oh. Yeah. She's big. Absolutely. Bigger than most people probably realize. I know, I know. People uh, don't even understand. So when they play the show in Mexico, uh, for one, poor planning by the concert promoter. So it's like <laughs> we expected ten thousand. It was a hundred thousand people. This is like, so she should have played a, it like uh, what's the an one? arena or something? I don't know how close it is to Mexico City, but it should have been an Aztec Stadium. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wrote this is why Van Halen has the brown M and M clause. Because they want to make yes. sure. I cannot. So I cannot. to explain no. anyone who doesn't know what that it. is, I totally know Van Halen 
and this and really this didn't come out until maybe a few years ago why they did it but in their tour writer which a tour writer essentially like a contract that you give to the venue with a list of things that they have to contractually provide you in order for you to play yeah and it can include things in your green room it can include stage specs it can include all these different things and so within their clause they put no brown M&Ms so if they showed up to a to a show and there were brown M&Ms they wouldn't play because they knew that you did not read the entire tour writer. Later, it came out that they did this because they had played shows in smaller areas. They felt like, I guess they had to, to um, sing about Macon, Georgia. Because they said Macon, Georgia was one of these places where the stage, they have very specific specs for their stage to be built so that no one gets hurt. And they said that if they, like, you know, you can disguise those sorts of things. You can, you know, you can hide how well a stage is built if you know what you're doing. So they would go, and if they saw if they saw that there were no brown M and M's, they knew that you read it specifically, you followed it specifically, and everything would be good to go. If they saw brown M and M's, they can assume at that point you probably didn't read the whole thing, and something was wrong with the stage, and they and we're out. They're not going to play the show, and it was a safety thing. And a lot of people thought for many many years it's because they were prima donnas. No. And it only came out maybe five or ten years ago that that's why, because they want to make sure that the stage is not going to fall. Like we saw here. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh! I wrote weakest stage ever. Yeah, because, right. like, what kind of Mickey Mouse? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like breaking. I'm like, come on, man! Like this so is. So it's like someone swung by Home Depot that morning. Seriously, <laughs> grabbed a couple things. Like, all right, let's build a stage. Yeah. Why did people have to get hurt? It was insane. That stage looked very flimsy. Yeah, but yeah. if you underestimate the crowd by. A thousand percent? I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> we thought 10, 100 showed up, but I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> and she was so scared. She was like, oh my God, like, what is going on? Like, and this was like, this is too much. Back to her being humble. She, this is where she first was able to, I don't know, she realized her power. Mm-hmm. Calm the state, calm them down. Mm-hmm. Like, just puts her finger up and like yeah. everyone, it like, Quiet. Yes. Whisper quiet. And I, that's when she was, I, I don't know, she, she first realized her, her power and celebrity in that moment. Um, but I, I thought that was, that was, <clears throat> that would have been a big moment for her. That's a big moment for, for her as far as what, like she enjoys the crowd. She enjoys that they, they enjoy what she's doing, but she also has that kind of, uh, this is, she's famous. Yeah. So if you're famous, you can influence people to do stuff like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up and don't kill yourself. So I will say just because you know I don't know the story, I wondered if she was going to go back on stage. I felt like they put them back on stage a little fast because it didn't look like they did anything to the stage. Quick. Yeah, Like yeah. it's about to fall. He takes the entire band off. It felt like five minutes later, okay, we're going to try this again. Like, no. Right. Like, there are poles under there breaking. This is about to collapse. A piece of the stage shot up. <laughs> like, it, that is not safe. Like, that's very brave because I would have been like, pass. I'm good. I'm not. Mm-mm. Maybe maybe for myself. time constraints. Like, maybe they actually did fix something and then. Maybe. Because we're side people. Yeah. We're not getting Selena money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if my amp breaks. I can't afford another. <laughs> right. <laughs> My guitar breaks. I can't get another. I'm not making Selena money. So I want to go on back out. But, I mean, maybe 
Abraham was really scary. And he was like, <laughs> well, he's always him. scary. He's very scary in the movie sometimes. Um, so <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> so uh, Abraham has, he, he, he sees what's going on. He saw before the Monterey concert, how Selena and Chris are looking at each other. He sees how they're, um, um, interacting on the bus, so he pulls the, bus, uh, pulls the bus over, kicks Chris out, um, and <laughs> I, I feel like it was like it's. I don't know if it was this movie or some other movie where just like hearing "Daddy, I love him," and it was like <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> like I have heard this somewhere. I don't know if they got it from somewhere or someone like. Use that scene or something. It was just, it was just funny to hear that. It was gimmicky. <laughs> yeah. But daddy, I love him. <laughs> it might have been an episode of Fresh Prince <laughs> with Ashley. Oh God, I, that's, <laughs> an Ashley, that's an Ashley thing. <laughs> that's like something she was saying. Um, but uh, you know, of course, Selena is is heartbroken. She can't. She doesn't want to be without him. She loves him. They want to get married. Um, Which was weird I feel like in that moment that when he said, <laughs> "I love her and we want to get married," that Selena was the first know. time that marriage yeah. had come up at Selena all. Selena was like, "We do, <laughs> we, we do, uh, yeah, 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 we, yeah, we want to get married." And her mind, she's like, "Just go along with it, Selena. Just go along. You really she like just him. went with right. it. Just go along with it. Just, <laughs> we'll talk about it later." <laughs> I was kind of shocked by that too. I was kind of like, "Oh, this happened very fast. I wasn't seeing this coming." <laughs> Not marriage. An underrated, an underrated acting moment from J Lo where she kind of does her face like, "Yeah, yeah, we do." <laughs> she was, you, he loves me. Like, <laughs> marriage. Uh, okay, marriage. Well, yeah, we'll figure this out. Supposedly, the, <laughs> so supposedly their date was supposed to be the first time they said "I love you." Not then. It was supposed to be the so the, the pizza, pizza date, date was made up, but they would go out for pizza. And on that pizza date was supposed to be when they said so it was on a pizza date, a pizza date. Yes. Where they said, I love you for the first time. Oh, yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> but it's probably more dramatic to do it in front of father. Yeah. So when oh, the yeah. bus is pulled over and he gets off and has to do the walk of shame by all the other musicians <laughs> that aren't family. <laughs> I thought he was going to punch him. I was like, are they going to get into a physical altercation? Um, so, uh, yeah. So. You know, she she cried, doesn't want to be without him. They find ways to see each other, um, even like between gigs. Mm-hmm. That I don't know how long that went on, but that had to be exhausting. Yeah. I imagine so. Yeah. Um, and like Abraham taking risk, Selena takes a risk by deciding to get married mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. really show Abraham that she was not giving up on Chris. So I think- like that is. Uh, that's another moment. That's intense. Where like she that realizes, decision. That's an that intense was a decision. Big deal. Yeah. That's an that's another moment where I think she realize underestimates her celebrity, but then realizes it. Yeah. She's like, "We'll go tell them tomorrow." No, dear, you're famous. People already know. Yeah. It's been leaked. <laughs> it's on the radio already. It's been leaked. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that. Like they didn't. Did they? Did they not realize that? You know, if they went to a chapel or wherever, right. that people would recognize. Oh, that's Selena. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna. She's ha- getting married. Yeah. Hey, do you know Selena got married? And of course, someone went to the two-way radio station. The yeah. first. If this was twenty twenty-one, it would have happened immediately. Oh, exactly. someone would have had it on it would, Snapchat. It, it would have been on Snapchat. Someone's like, hey, Instagram. Selena, Selena here. Selena's here getting married, bro. It would have been on Snapchat before they said, yeah. "I do." <laughs> so I, I thought that was interesting because she really thought she was gonna have time. 
Like, she did. I'll tell them later and give them a day. We'll just tell them tomorrow, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she just she she. I think she starts to realize like people care about what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next thing I had that well when. <laughs> When, uh, like, what she said, we we're going to tell them tomorrow, and they go back to Corbett. That had to be the longest ride back home because <laughs> Selena doesn't know what's going to happen. Nope. Like, she knows her dad. She thinks he might blow up. He might be with She's expecting him to blow up. He's like, oh, uh, well, I got Get off my lawn. Could you imagine Chris and, like, the the horrible feelings he was having, like, driving up oh, to I the bet house? Oh, terrified. Yeah. <laughs> like, and oh then him God. sitting outside. Yes. <laughs> he was sitting outside the whole time. It's insane. No cell phones for her to text him, like, he's not upset. Yeah. He's just like, man. You can come in now. <laughs> looking up at the house, like, I don't hear things being thrown. Like, I don't hear, I don't hear shouting. Um, <laughs> but I like yeah. the talk between her and her father. It was very endearing mm-hmm. once she actually got there and told him, you know, he understood. And that's what you're saying. Like, their relationship was so strong and they're so much alike. I think that, that at this point, this is when he realized mm-hmm. that they're that they're so much alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So uh, Chris is able, you know, he's accepted now. Welcome to the family. Um, mm-hmm. Big hug. So they're playing <laughs> nice. a... Um, they were playing a show. It looks like in San Antonio, I think. El Paso, I think, is where he said. Where, well, the wherever they had the 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 record executives, they're talking about the during the show. Oh yeah, the, oh, they're talking yeah. about the crossover. Like this is a weird place to have this meeting. Yeah. <laughs> like if Abraham's running the sound, uh, he needs to be focused. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird place to be doing this because um, you know they probably couldn't hear. <laughs> it's like say that again. Yeah, crossover. <laughs> Um, but, uh, he, as much work as they, as they put in and, you know, Abraham would know more than anybody if she was ready and she had probably had been ready. And at this point, even though it, it didn't have, well, we know with the, the last concert, she did the Donna Summer and the Gloria Gaynor, but in her shows, and I think I, I probably talked about this on a podcast before she would perform like pop songs in English. Okay. During her shows, because there she did um, "Sensitivity" by Ralph Tresvant. There's Stop a video it. of that on YouTube. Oh yeah, she did. So she would do songs oh, in she English. Killed it. She I'm would gonna, just throw a couple it. of those in there. Um, so the covers thing kind of threw me off because I was like, "Don't she have her own stuff?" Like, she she's loves. Big she loved point. doing covers. That's dope. Yeah, she I mean, and that's, oh, and I'm that's, gonna watch this. Yeah. Okay. Well. okay. So she would she would throw a couple of those in into the set. So. Uh, I mean, but at this point, we didn't hear her singing in English at, I mean, for, yeah, oh, she, yeah, since the, the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, I guess in context, it's, it's an easy decision for Abraham. Oh yeah. She's definitely yeah. ready for the English album. <laughs> Bro, she's <laughs> like fluent. <laughs> it's the easy decision he ever made. <laughs> so I bet they were like, are you going to have to teach her? Like, nah, bro. Yeah. Or just lie like, yeah, she'll learn it in two days. <laughs> we'll get a tutor or something. Right. <laughs> Split the bill. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Um, so, uh, she wins a Grammy, and she starts the fashion line and everything. So has the boutique. The that Grammy scene, the, the the shopping for a dress scene. Oh, oh pretty let's woman. Go pretty to that. That woman was a flex. Yeah, pretty. Okay, it was so pretty I, woman. I haven't seen the movie Pretty Woman, but I know that I know what scene you're talking about. I I was like, that's a flex. How do you not know who this is? 
Why is Selena uh, comfortable walking in the mall with no security, no nothing, just her and her friend? Because once people realize, he walks in, oh, Selena! Like, everyone shows up instantly. What's yeah. funny to me, though, is and that... And the woman still doesn't know who she is. <laughs> when the the white girl recognizes her, I'm like, oh, you made it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's here for the Grammys, but the older lady still didn't. Like, who is this? Like, and she's like, that dress is $800. I thought she was going to say, I'll take four. Like, so I've got right. the money. But she's like, we'll still try it on. And then she doesn't even buy it. And the woman's like, yeah, some like Hispanic chick came oh, in. and that, that was the flex, not buying it. Yeah. Right. That was that the flex was right the there. That was the major flex. <laughs> like, you see all these people leave. here? Oh, we don't need it, and I'll, let me just for sign me. autographs for a few more minutes. Here. You can see the dress I'm wearing <laughs> on the Grammys tonight when you watch it. Do you watch the Grammys? You look a little old and lame. You might not. <laughs> I just, that gets me. Like, I just can't imagine, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody, and I guess maybe if they're young enough and you're that old, you might not know. You know, this ain't David Boy walking into the store. Mm. You know, mm. I imagine, like, nowadays that'd be like if, like, um, God, I'm trying to think of somebody who they just, everyone would know. But someone older be like, yeah, who are you? Yeah. Like, put this down. Like, you don't, like, you can afford it. And then someone's like, hey, bro, we here with Lil Uzi Vert. I'm like, they, <laughs> and they're like, who are you? And, um, but that was the other thing. I just, and I keep looking at this with 2021 eyes. I'm like, if this was in 2021, she's recognized instantly. Oh, absolutely. And it's yeah. all over, it's all over social. Everyone's there, like, instantly. There's no, like, some guy seeing her in a dressing room and telling people, he's like taking a picture and everyone's there. Like in, <laughs> instantly. It's like everybody's there. It's Selena. She downstairs. Selena downstairs. Like she'd have been spotted walking in the mall into the mall. <laughs> like, it's Selena. And like it's just and it's just it's just funny. Like you could be a little bit more incognito back then. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not now. Oh no. Jesus. Um, no way. So even um well, slightly before that, because I, I had this note. Like you said, like should there? I wish we had a little more about the the Dinos and how they how that whole thing went. Right. For me, the big thing: how, how did Selena and Yolanda meet? Yeah. Because all of a sudden, okay, she's opening the store, and there's Yolanda. <laughs> yeah. Where did Yolanda come from? <laughs> like, how did she meet? I know she was the president of the fan club, but. Look, fan, you know, the fan club president doesn't meet the actual person, <laughs> like as far as like, oh, now they're gonna be friends. Right. What I was thinking is, did the dad hire her? That's what I'm thinking. I think so. I don't. I don't. I thought Selena hired her, but that's, that's the thing. I I don't know. I I don't. How did like I, in the movie Yolanda just appears? Yeah, she does out of like thin air, literally. She's at the opening for the store, and then she's yeah. like, "This is my right hand woman." Like, where the heck does she come from? Which but I, I did really know do that. think Who'd that know. that's what the dad did, though. I knew that name. I knew a little, because as soon as I heard it, I I, fat, I re rounded just to get a look at her, because I was like, oh, I know what you're going to do later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to see, because I, I did want to, like, how did they meet? And they don't explain it. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, because they just do not look like they run in the same circles, famous or not. Like, <laughs> right. They don't look like they run in the same circles at all. Apparently... She was the woman who was playing her was fifty four, but she was actually thirty four in real life. Yolanda was. Oh wow! So even like she was older, but not as old as you know this actress looks. So ten year difference essentially. Yeah. yeah. Like how did y'all like that? Just yeah. It didn't make sense. That uh, proportion doesn't make sense. But I really do feel like the dad has something to do with it. I'm not really sure. 
how that worked. Well, as far as if it was as far as like, you know, if the whole thing is is a family business, uh, then as far as the fan club, someone brought in to, Mm -hmm. you know, if the fans are supposed to get autographed pictures Mm -hmm. or or a signed album or, or whatever. Maybe she was supposed to be in charge of that. She was maybe she was hired to do that. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, uh, what yeah. it says as far here, as how they met, like, <laughs> no, I, I got some info. So I got nothing. She <laughs> attended one of her concerts. Okay. And she began repeatedly calling Abraham about starting a fan club in San Antonio. He eventually okay. gave in to the request, and yeah. she immediately became the fan club president. Salvador was then promoted to as manager of her clothing boutiques, um, and then of course by 1993. 1,500 members in less than four years. Eventually grew to 5,000, one of the largest fan clubs in the San Antonio era, er, area. So, yeah. So, essentially, yeah, it was um, it was the father. Can I ask why we're trusting a stalker to take over business? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about She's that? She's the biggest fan in the fan club. Like, Yeah, fan. The fan. biggest fan. Fan. Right. I'm president of the fans because I'm the biggest fan. <laughs> I worship the ground you walk on, Selena. How do like, they're sitting them? there getting pedicures. And I'm like, she is, like, she is jockeying for her attention. Mm-hmm. Like, even when her husband comes in, she's jockeying, like, Selena, over here. Look at my toes. Like, her <laughs> husband's here. Chill. Yeah. Like, chill. It's okay. Well, and, and then it, it <laughs> was. moment. It was yes. kind of like where. Um, <laughs> it was all the moments. <laughs> right. The the uh, girl she took to the Grammys. Is that Sarah? I think yeah. that's who that was. Mm-hmm. That where with the whole dress thing, um, where you know Selena has an extra ticket, and Sarah's like, "Well, I have all this stuff to do here," and Yana's like, "I can do it." Like it, <laughs> just, it just felt creepy. It really did. Or to say like, "Oh, I can, I can, I can take over. I know where everything is." And that's when I wrote, oh, you, "She's you, probably stealing you, from you, her." You know where everything yep. is, huh? Okay, all right. Um, then with the uh, there was the fashion show and. I guess the other, I guess, staff, um, I'm not sure if it was fan club staff or boutique staff. They're like, hey, we want to get Serena, uh, Selena this ring. And, um, so messed you know, up. We, we put some money together. And Yonda's like, I know what ring she would like. <laughs> like it, it, I don't know if she was asked to play up the creepiness, but it was it, <laughs> yeah. watching it, it again. Totally like That was creepy. extra creepy right there. And you know everything about her. And this is before social media. So you're like you're stalking her to get this information, or just constantly talking to her Why are and we asking questions, a stalker? writing it down in notebooks. And it's like no one really, no one really saw it. Yeah. And I think no one saw it because, well, if Selena likes her, then she must be cool. Yeah, that's what it was. And so to kind of go to your point of how being such a humble star could kind of hurt her, you run into somebody who, because you're she's I, I imagine since she wants to keep some feeling of normalness. She's looking for anyone that will just be a friend mm-hmm. and not try to, because it never seemed like Yolanda was trying to take anything from her, mm-hmm. yeah. at least out in the open. You know, you find out later, but like it, she was never asking her like, hey, I need to borrow this. Or I need to borrow some money. She was just like, I just want to be near you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. we can get, we can, we can get pedicures. Okay, cool. I'll go with you. Girl, I like that color. What do you think? About? Like it, it was, she was being a friend, yeah. you know, and I, it never seemed like, she had a lot of friends. Yeah. So maybe that was, you know, a blind spot. That yeah. could have been the case, too. You can tell that she just wasn't acclimated to having friends because of her star status yeah. at the time. So this lady comes in. She's showing you all this love mm-hmm. and admiration. And not asking for anything. You're eating it up. Mm-hmm. 
but and, then this lady is crazy. And then at the what, <laughs> she's a nut. <laughs> and like, well, we we saw it from the outside because you know this this is all happened already. Um, so she's recording the English crossover mm-hmm. album. I love recording um, scenes in movies. I really do. Even Everybody. though that like, producer, I don't know if that was the guy who wrote that song, but like. I don't know. He gave a creepy look too, and that it like okay, we didn't need that, but <laughs> it was a little creepy. But what at the end when he hits, he's like, "That's a hit." Yeah, <laughs> it was like that's gold. Y'all got the camera on him too long, uh, but um, so with the ring that the 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 staff was going to buy, Yolanda took credit so for the ring. Like she took their money, bought the ring. Like oh, I got I got you something. Yeah, I had to double take. I was like, did she say I? And and like there's you guys the ring, but like did no one else see it or did no one else say anything? No one like, hey Yolanda, did you get did you get the ring that we were all to go over to give Selena? Oh yeah, yeah, I, I had I you know, I, I did that already. Yeah. Maybe that probably And no one's like Look, we paid for that ring too. We want to be there. Did you tell her it was all from, from all of us <laughs> when we least? present the ring. She's like, oh, I told her it was from all of us. Well, at least you did that, I guess. I don't oh, know. She wanted yeah. that shine. <laughs> so <laughs> all the shine. Okay. Um. So I did write. Can Can you trust fans like that? Like the thing, like the the concept of the fan club in the in this uh, in this context was much different than what I thought a fan club yeah. was. I've never been in a fan club. I didn't know. Me you could either. write them, give them some money and get a picture or an autograph yeah. or something. Me either. So that was, you know, I kind of feel like we came up in the fan club era, but like we weren't there for, at least, I mean, I wasn't really there for all of it. Because mm. by the time, you know, I got into that type of stuff, you know, we had other ways of getting in contact with people. You didn't have to jo- join a fan club. You could follow them on something or you could yeah. do this or do that. Whereas that just seems so weird, like sending someone a letter like a handwritten letter from because they're like you're the biggest member of the fan club, so I wrote you a letter and stuff like that. That that seems that seems weird to me. Mm-hmm. It just but, seems weird. And not only with that, but the president of the fan club becoming business partner. And he had presidents right. of fan clubs. That was weird too. And then, like you said, she starts managing these clothing stores with like what business acumen? Exactly. <laughs> Did you go to school for business? <laughs> No, I just like Selena. Do you have like, credentials? They look at they look at the they look at the accounting, all the numbers. Something's off. Well, clearly, because Yolanda <laughs> Yolanda handles it, and apparently she had did this before at a at a doctor's office or something. But it got hidden because yes. it was an out of yeah out of court settlement. Yeah, um, and <laughs> when she said uh, when they're like, uh, we need all the money accounted for, um, like we need all the all the documents, all the receipts. He's like, I don't know where they are, but I'll find them. Yeah. Like, they, they're gone. They are gone. You spent it. They are gone. Biting your time. <laughs> you might, you, you, you she, she should have just ran. Yeah. She yeah. should have ran at that point. Um, and then at that, when we get to the point where um, Selena is shot, she's murdered, and you know, we don't we don't get a scene of that conversation that led no. to her being shot. And I was wondering if they would and show that, but it felt like it was a little soon. 
because this comes out two years after she's murdered. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're probably not going to show it based. The I mean, they could have gone with the court case. It might have. She might have still. Yolanda might have still been in court. The trial yeah, might have still exactly. been going at that time. I, I don't exactly remember, but I know like around the when the movie came out. Um. Yeah, I don't think the trial was even, even going on. I mean, yet. it was almost kind of like a couple she, of years after that. Yeah. Um, behind the music, there's behind the music on Selena. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really. Good, and though. they interviewed Yolanda while she was in jail, yep. and she really she wouldn't answer anything. She wouldn't answer any really? questions. She's like, "Well, what what was the issue with uh with the missing money? I won't discuss that." What was your last conversation with Selena? I won't discuss what, that. What you discuss? Like <laughs> nothing. She she would not answer any questions. So that is why the, we don't see that conversation. Because there's uh, nothing. Because one, if the trial was still going at the time, we don't know exactly what was said. Mm-hmm. But we do like if you know family or friends knew why Selena was going to <laughs> see her, and that's it. Mm. Yeah, with hindsight being 2020, why? I don't know. I guess to me, because, you know, I guess that's one of those dramatic irony. We see how creepy she is, but maybe they don't. I'm like, why would you let her be alone with this woman? Especially after the whole bring me the receipts. Yeah. yeah. You're still. Why am for, I going yeah. over to your hotel room? Like that. That was because I thought it was going to happen when she approaches her at the car. Yeah. Because I don't know what's going on. I'm like, she's going to go out there and ask her and she's going to shoot her. Yeah. No, that I don't know. But like, it's like, why would you want to be alone with this person? Right. Who they they didn't see it. Clearly unstable. I I mean, could you say that you know? Talk about Selena is maybe too humble, or did she have a blind spot for Yolanda? Like she's my friend. She's not violent. She wouldn't do this to me. Do that. You know, um, that's what she thought at first. Like, oh, there's money missing. Oh, Yolanda wouldn't steal for me. Mm -hmm. So it's it was it looked as if she was (laughs) too trusting. Um. And she didn't think, and probably no one really thought that Yolanda would be, would have a gun or would, you know, be violent at all. Yeah. They didn't see, they didn't think she would do that. So Selena can go over there and handle it. Um, But it's like with Selena, it was a problem she didn't notice in the first place. That was the problem that Abraham noticed. Yeah. So... It's like maybe he should have been there or Selena maybe just thought, well, I can handle this. Yeah. I understand what's going on. If she had the full scope of the situation, she can handle it. Um, yeah, I do so, wonder how it's different if the, the, That was one her. thing I was trying. I was I wanted to. Just a little naive. I wanted to like avoid like the the bargaining part <laughs> of mm-hmm. the, the, the grief of this. Yeah. Um, you know, if she had done this or why didn't she do this? But I just saw it as. She thought she could handle it. Yeah. That's why she went there by herself. Um, and she, uh, I think, I don't know if it's a, if it was a law in um, Texas, but when uh, Yolanda shot her, she ran out of the hotel room, she made it to the lobby, and she said, Yolanda Saldivar shot me. And that was the dying declaration, and that was used as the oh wow like I didn't know that, that me either yeah. So she made she made a dying declaration saying Yolanda Saldivar shot me, um, and then that's when you know the police are called, and then there's a standoff for like eight nine hours of Yolanda sitting in her truck with a gun, 
threatening to threatening to kill herself. Yeah. Um, and that that whole sequence in the film happened so fast. Yeah. And the thing that that got to me was like there were so many things that were so neat in the film, like the love story, like um, uh, the relationship between Abraham and Selena. Um, how how her career took off, how everything started coming together. There were risks taken, but everything was paying off. Yeah. And everything was so great up to that moment. Yeah. Like, we're like an hour and 45 in at the fashion show. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. We're an hour and 45 into this, and everything is just great at this Perfect, point. Perfect, mm-hmm. you might say. And then all of a sudden, it's over. And I think that was the point. Yeah. Hmm. Because she was only 23. She was so young. Everything was taken away just like that, Mm -hmm. that the ending had to be just like that, too. Abrupt, to make you really feel it, Mm -hmm. to make you understand. Because everything had been going so well. You're laughing. uh, You know, Selena's making all these jokes. Yeah. You know, she falls in love, and then it's it's over. Like, it it had, we knew it had to end that way. So it's kind of like, for lack of a better phrase, like ripping the Band-Aid off. Mm-hmm. Like it, it had to end that way um, because that's what really happened. We want to stay true to the story. And the story is that everything had been going so well. Yeah. And then it's all, and then it's, and then it's done. It was heartbreaking. It was. It, it almost, I know it, <laughs> my wife was like, if I watch this last scene, I will cry. And I felt myself almost be moved to tears because it was, it was, I guess I never realized how big she was mm-hmm. and had the potential to be. Mm-hmm. So what made it even more sad is that we never got to see what she could have been. I know. Yeah. I think it might have been a little more fulfilling if we saw her cross over. Yes. And then I she, mean, they, they she, pieced together that album. Yeah. That last album, which was had her first English language songs on it. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, I'm it had some remixes so like, of her older songs on like it too. Like it was fledged. really like half done. Like full into the career. Like I've released it. I'm on the English language tour, mm-hmm. and then it happens. No. Versus you it, don't yeah, even you bad. don't even get to see what she could have been, you know. And it's just kind of one of those, you know. And it we see that we've seen this happen throughout history. That artist that's like right there on the verge. Sometimes they get to cross over and be big and then they're taken away. Yeah. But for her, like, it's literally like we will never know how big she could have been. Yeah. Like yeah. how big she could have been Shakira big. I know. You know, I saw. So before I watched this movie, someone was stating on Facebook. It was one of the one of those pictures like, you know, you can revive one of these artists and things like Billie Holiday, Whitney Houston, um, Amy Winehouse. And one of them was Selena. And someone says Selena was robbed. She could have been Beyonce big. Oh yeah, and I wanted to get y'all's thoughts. Do you all think she could have been? I completely international, agree. like one of the biggest artists in the world. Yes, because I got that feeling from watching this. Mm-hmm. She was already looked at in in Tejano music mm-hmm. as the the Madonna, the mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. Oh, yeah, she was she was that in that genre, but the personality, her performance, the way she sang, like she, you know, she. She was already she enjoyed pop music in that mm-hmm. way, so she could sing that, and she put it in her shows. So that's why I said, like Abraham, do, like do he's asked about the crossover album. That's the easiest decision he ever made because it's like she's yeah, she's ready for that. She's already been doing that, yeah, and she already has the 
there the fan base is already there and then it would be uh, a big even bigger fan base crossing over into America mm-hmm. and she already has the like the foundation was already laid for her to to be that big yeah and it was looked like it was inevitable that it would happen so I I would say yeah like she she would have been up there with them I don't know if it would have been like immediately mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have taken very long mm-hmm because like what they said with this English album, it was half done and the single um, Dreaming of You, was it was a hit song. Still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still hear that. Looking at the, um, uh, looking at the album, I feel like it was only half done. Yeah. And the, the approach that I saw to it, because it was like, uh, Diane Warren has a song on it. What? <laughs> That's my girl, um, man. That's my girl. So, <laughs> love, uh, love her. She's amazing. Uh, she had it was different songwriters on every song. But... I meant to look into that to see who she had on there because they were like the best producers, the best writers, the best musicians. And this was like ninety five, ninety six. So I'm yeah. trying to think like, you know, David Foster would probably have been on there. Mm-hmm. David Foster was huge at the time. Mm-hmm. So, but what they had was a lot of um, uh, the approach was because we talked about this with. Um, thing with faith hill one mm-hmm. of faith hill's albums yeah or with well we like with the comparison between shania twain writing all of her songs with mutt lang and faith hill having several different songwriters and yeah. producers there were several different songwriters on selena's album with the english uh the yeah. english songs at least I mean, they probably so it, it was kind of it was I, it was like a, a, a country music approach mm-hmm. the yeah. traditional country music approach of just Whatever, you know, well, we'll hear some people have written some songs and we'll just, you know, yeah. pick some and, and see what works. And and maybe uh, maybe A.B. Mm-hmm. can write come in and write a couple songs, yeah. uh, you know, uh, for the album. So that was the I think the approach was let's just find some good songs for her. Let's just find some good material for her. Yeah. Um, like I said, it, it was it was only half done. Um, but it's. It's a uh, how how would y'all look at the we, you know we know the story but about the like the performances from the actors themselves I think the actors did an amazing job I really do I mean I'm not a big fan of JLo's acting ability I have to be honest <laughs> Well, I think she didn't do movie, her own singing like that herself. was Selena singing that was her Selena's voice yeah. over JLo singing it I think that she did a great job, and I think that it was a situation where that was her breakout role, and after that, she was yeah. out. Like She was in everything after that. This was right after Living Color went off the air, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked all the actors. I really think they did a great job. Um, of course, you know, you have the dad, amazing. Love him. He's an amazing actor. So I, I just feel like they did a good job casting now. Well, they didn't do a good job casting was this Netflix made <laughs> the whole family look so crazy. I mean, it was really bad. It was a bad choice of picking actors for that particular. I, I haven't series. even watched it. It was it was in You're it not was, missing anything. It it was I was intrigued by it. Like, okay, they're they're gonna dig deeper, but I just really haven't nothing's really like 
come out to me to where like, okay, maybe I should watch it. Maybe they <laughs> dig a little deeper and I'll find something new. They'll just give someone but... a random heroin addiction yeah. or something <laughs> to make it darker. Simple. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I know that I think JLo was nominated for a Golden Globe for her performance. Um, watching it again, I think Edward James almost was uh, Amazing. was great. He was very good. He was yeah. great because like what he. And if it's a definitely a reflection of who Abraham is, I mean, he wasn't like he's a stage dad, but not that stage dad who, you know, we look at Joe Jackson that way or the Ooh. Beach Boys dad or the Osbins. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a he was still a everything he did and how he reacted to anything is was him being a father. Yeah. He was he was a father the whole the whole the whole yeah. way. He was more Matthew Knowles than Joe Jackson. Absolutely. Right. To where he <laughs> he understood what needed to happen. He had great vision. Understood what needed to happen. I don't think he was as cutthroat to where he was well, I think he was willing to cut someone if he felt that they were harmful to the mission, i.e. um was Chris. Chris. He he was one that like, no, he's mm-mm. but um kind of like with, you know, Matthew cutting the other two members of Destiny's Child that, you know, got to fall in line or you mm-hmm. or you're out. So I do think he was like him in that sense. Not as bad, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think he was like he was Matthew Knowles. I just think that not saying that Beyonce doesn't recognize what her father did, because I, I think maybe eventually she just felt her career needed to go somewhere else. And that's why she let him go. But I don't think Selena would have ever let go of her father's manager. I think they would have remained forever. I think so, too. Yeah. I don't think she would have ever gotten sick of it. I think so, too. Because they were so alike. Um, another question that uh, this will be really my last question here is Selena was murdered in 1995. This movie came out in 1997. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like they started, it was like they started making it immediately. I mean, yeah. They had to. Do you think it was, do you think it was too soon? Do you think there should have been more time, like maybe after the trial or do you think that it's okay that the story was told so soon after? I think it was good that the story was told very soon because I think people needed to get a feel for who she was. And also, I mean, think about the album sales after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That skyrocketed because of the movie. So people were listening to her. She became more famous to people that did not know who she was. So I think that that was, I feel like the family did that for a reason to commemorate her and to help people get more familiar with her music sooner after her death versus later. Okay. Um, Because this, like I said, this last series did no justice for her whole entire career, which was very sad. Mm. Wasn't happy about that. Um, <laughs> the And the main, like, I, I there was, I, that's something I thought about. I hadn't read anything too much about that, about it being too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main issue that people had with, with the movie was that, J-Lo is Puerto Rican. And from New York. Oh. <laughs> and playing a Mexican. And that's, it's a thing. It happens. That, yeah. that, that is a thing. Um, it is a thing. I don't know who, who else would have been, who else would have been uh, proper enough for the part? I don't so, know what other actress. People said Selma At Hayek. the time. At yeah, the time. Selma Hayek was, was, was pegged to play, but she didn't want to play. Her and Frida. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Constance. Those were a few years apart, though, weren't they? Huh? 
Those were a few years. So apart. apparently, J Lo has come on record by saying that's complete BS. J Lo, that's what J Lo says that that was not the case and she was not approached. Mm. But Selma Hack says she was. Um, the woman who played the mother, I can't. I think her name Constance is Constance Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she auditioned to play J Lo, not J Lo. Selena. Selena. Oh, really? Me. Yeah. She she auditioned, but they just they didn't choose her. I didn't know Plays the mother. Only four years apart, apparently, in age <laughs> from J Lo. Um, That's why they changed her hair so dramatically. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe that really happened, but like that that was that was a that was a huge change that, to make her look older. That was very dramatic. So yeah. there was a, there's an actress <laughs> named Leticia Miller mm-hmm. who apparently bore a striking resemblance to her, but I can't find pictures of her. Oh. But that was apparently one of their choices that they wanted to go with uh, before. But they said like something like two thousand people auditioned to play her. And Letitia Miller, they said, and I can't find pictures of her, but they said she looked like, like almost like a spitting image. That's crazy. Of her, but you know, going with J Lo, which Just, I mean, like I, I th- she I was essentially I... an unknown at the time. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I. And I think the family rooted her? for her to win, for her to get you that find a role. The, the, uh, I don't know if this is Letitia Miller with the blow dryer, or is this Selena with the blow dryer. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I really can't yeah. tell. Like the like the caption is saying it's Leticia Miller, but this right here, if that's her, wow. So yeah, she does look just like her. Yeah, that's crazy. Because for the longest, yeah. I mean, like I, you know, my my knowledge of of Selena is this movie. So I was, you know, when I see Selena, I'm like, oh, I can see a semblance, mm-hmm. but. She still looks like Selena, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is a little different because I don't want to be that person that like you know only sees Selena. When I see Selena, I just automatically think J Lo. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. Honestly, she played the role so good. I yeah. think they did a really good job with casting her. Um, I don't really. I think the family was all for it. That's what I'm more focused mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I, I think that 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 part was important as well. That's if a the, big if deal. the family's in on it, then everything else is going to fall into place. Right. I don't know how much they were in on the uh, on the, the the series, the Netflix series. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if not at all. Yeah. Uh, but who It doesn't knows? seem like it. So we, we still do unauthorized biographies <laughs> on television <laughs> and in movies. Um, I don't know but, that that was bad. Uh but I, 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 I feel that was part of the uh, important part of that. The family, if they're with it, then then um then everything's fine. Uh, but my main issue is like, was it too soon? Because yeah. if we had if there were a few more years, I don't think the story changes, but we might get a little a little more context to certain things. Mm-hmm. But this movie's already two hours long. So, you know, they it wasn't overwhelming. It might have been too much and you lose the, uh, in a way, the that is fresh on everyone's mind. Like, you know, everything was taken away so fast, and what what's will we like lose the memory of her? Will we will stop thinking about her if it was five years later rather than two? Mm. Yeah. So it was. Would there be a big difference there? I don't know. But it seemed like someone started writing the screenplay right when this happened. I know. Yeah. It was fast, and there were so many books written immediately after her death too. Yeah. People were working on things immediately afterwards. So 
I don't know. I think that her legacy still is really strong, especially nowadays. I mean, kids my daughter's age are like wearing her shirts and still playing her music. So she still has a positive effect. They mm-hmm. they know who she is. Yes. Right? Okay. They love Selena. These kids. I mean, so it, I mean, some I've seen some kids wear shirts that they don't know what. Yeah. And they don't know the artist on the shirt. Oh, they love they love they love Selena. She still gets five million streams a month. Well, I Spotify. figured you you mm-hmm. you let them know anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you let them know who she was. You can't walk around here in a Selena T-shirt. And not know who <laughs> you Selena. Right. That they, they, you need to know. <laughs> 